youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Hello and welcome to this episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Ryan Gap, joined by the man that has no shame in his game. Nick from YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man. And bringing up my rear is the man whose cup of tea is cupping my balls. What's up everybody, I'm Dale. And the man who looks like a chipmunk is... Greg. How does Greg look like a chipmunk? What? It just came to you, okay. It just came to you on the spot? Yeah, you you were just like I was like reading something and I zoned out and it's Mike. It's like Wolf Guy, you know. Yeah. There's that existential force telling him what to say. Oh Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> all right then. Basically, this is something that I think we can all really uh, get behind. Thing is, is that you look around every day and you see uh, all these really annoying people, especially in the media, and you think to yourself. Only I could kill one of these stupid assholes and make the world a better place. That would be, that would swell. But you, you can't because a, you don't have the money to do it. You'd probably get your stupid ass caught and thrown in jail for the rest of your life. So, my question tonight is: there was one person you could pick who you would like to murder and then subsequently get away with it. <clears throat> who would it be? Dale. I knew that was coming. I was even pointing my, pointing at myself. <laughs> it was weird. I don't know if some of you may know him or not. I know Michael probably know him, and I think Ryan may know him. I don't know about Nick and Greg, depending on if they know him or not. Uh, Kyle Busch from NASCAR. I hate that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate I that motherfucker with a passion. It's, I can't stand the motherf- motherfucker. I have always have. He's a little bitch, cries, whines, everything, especially when he's away. He's just not a good racer. He's constantly, like, it, he ruins us. Even though it's not really a sport, I've grown up around it. I guess you're, you would call I it a sport. I swear to God, but... you're, just, you're just describing Tony Stewart right now. You're saying Kyle Busch and describing Tony Stewart. Well, they're both <laughs> the same, but I don't mind Tony. I can't say. He, okay. just, he ruins it. Like, nobody has respect for him. I don't have respect for him. He's dirty. It's it ta- He just ruins racing in my eyes. Let's go with Nick. Going to go with Nick? Well, huh. you want to kill No, no, no. Shh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with me because fucking hate. I've done, like, heroin. <laughs> I, have, I have many better choices than this, but just to settle an old grudge, Joel Schumacher. Oh. Now, if you don't know who Joel Schumacher is, I suggest you look back at some of the Batman movies. And I believe it was Batman and Robin. Fucking Arnold is Mr. Freeze. That that was that's just the. That was terrible. I've actually <laughs> heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger has said that. Batman and Robin is one of only two films in his that he's done in his entire career he regrets doing. What was oh, the other the one? Other. Yeah, uh, I want to go all the way. Jingle all the way? Yeah. That movie was fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, that one became like Turbo Man or whatever the fuck that dude's name, superhero's name. Uh, yeah, that was Jingle all the way, wasn't it? <clears throat> wasn't that uh was uh, no, That's that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he has to get the doll for his uh for yeah. his son. The superhero in that parade, and he like calls yeah. out son because it was like the last. It's also got um, god damn it, that other guy, the rapper guy, Sinbad. Sinbad, yeah. Oh my god, fucking Sinbad. Not but, a yeah. Uma, even though it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucking wrong movie. He's, he's like, like he's just a wrong movie. 
<laughs> Put that cookie down. <laughs> Put that cookie down. Is that, is that from Jingle All the Way or is that from Kindergarten Cop? That's Kindergarten Cop. Put the cookie down is from Jingle All the Way. It's not from Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop. Cop. Yeah. This anyway. is why I love Greg. He's like the ultimate fact checker. Yeah. <laughs> he don't even need to go. He just he he goes into the fucking cabinet as mind and he's just like boom. And when he doesn't know something, it like makes him ridiculously angry, and then he goes and learns five hundred things just to compensate for it. <laughs> <clears throat> now my hatred of Schum- Schumacher has gone so far that I went as far as to write a well, I, I use the term write loosely a, a script for an episode of This Is What We Did called The Shoemaker. Now we Mike, like- who would you kill? You for writing that skit. <laughs> good choice, good choice. <laughs> or my or myself for accepting that. Um I don't have uh, a particular... I have, like, so many personal people on this uh, versus, like, a celebrity. Because, I, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, what makes everyone look bad? And, I'm, you know, like, the Kardashians make everyone look bad because, you know, they're famous for being famous. Paris Hilton was famous for being famous. And getting her vag rammed in pretty hard. At least at least if you've seen both videos of the Car- uh, Kim Kardashian versus Paris Hilton's sex tape, if you've seen them, at least Kim Kardashian can suck a dick. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know, and, like, can't, and Kardashian's good enough. But bigger titties. My point being, you couldn't kill somebody like that because then they would just become a martyr. True. So without martyring somebody, who who would you who would you actually kill? Have I'm having a difficult time answering this question. Without martyring somebody, which would not be my intentions. Nothing. Uh, okay, I'm just. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pick this. Nothing on a on a personal level against Obama. It's, oh, you're talking one in top water there, boy. You're gonna have the FBI kicking your door. No, I'm. Not, <laughs> what I'm saying is like them. Them moments in history that you never forget. I guarantee each one of you could remember exactly what you were doing when you found out that about 9/11. Like when I talk when I talk to my grandma and stuff, she can remember exactly what she was doing when JFK was assassinated. Something Obama was assassinated, or any president in my lifetime was assassinated. I would have that piece of history to carry with me, and because I'm interested in all kinds of history, I'm gonna say the death of a president. If I could do it myself, get away with it, and be a part of that history, because I mean, just think about how like the people reacted back, you know, when fucking JFK was assassinated, when Lincoln was assassinated, and shit like that. Must have been like the craziest fucking shit ever. Well, Mike, since you want to kill a president, <laughs> I want to kill a whole goddamn country. <laughs> I want to destroy the whole fucking goddamn countries that are against everything that there's of the other countries of today, <laughs> and get away with it. Okay. So you mean like basically like completely wipe like. North Korea or Iran off the face of the earth and get away with it? Yes. Yes. Either one of those two countries would be fine. Okay. Okay, then. I guess that's all you have to say, so I guess I'll go then. (laughs) Oh, man, it's such a toss-up. It's uh, like a toss-up between Chad Kroger from Nickelback and... Ooh. Go with uh, Nickelback. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, please. Please. (laughs) Please just yeah, blow Chad them up Kroger on stage. Because, I mean, 
There's, I mean, for one thing, it's bad enough when a celebrity is a douchebag. I mean, you can forgive the, but it's even worse when they're a douchebag and they're untalented too. Because I mean, if they're a douchebag but they're talented, then you kind of give them a little like, like a kind of a pass because it's like, well, I hate you as a person, but as an artist, you're that's okay. Half your, that's half your, that's half your rap groups of today. They all well, use I don't... goddamn shit and they don't have any talent. Prince. That's all the computers doing it. Prince has talent. <clears throat> the dude from Nickelback does not. So I have to give you props for choosing choosing Chad there, um, Greg, because you're gonna make more twelve year old girls cry in one action than I've done my entire life. <laughs> I used to really hate Billy Idol, but now he's not worth. It's not worth me wasting my time hitting Billy uh, Billy Idol because nobody cares about Billy Idol anymore. Why the fuck would you hate Billy Idol? Billy Idol <laughs> is awesome. I've heard cover songs of Billy Idol songs that are better than his own. Apparently, everybody's Southern tonight. Fire the goddamn there, boy! I get you a big meat right in your mouth. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth there, boy. I'm gonna make you squeal like a pig down by the river. You're gonna squeal like by the river. Nobody's gonna know anything either, cause you ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I didn't even think it was that funny. Oh my god! <laughs> my shit was out of fucking nowhere and way over the top, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I've heard it so many times that uh... <laughs> I've, I've heard it like I've heard it a handful of times before, but I don't know. If there's that pig meat in your mouth part at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! In this next segment, we like to call Ryan. From the headlines. And today's topic is IRS agent seduced me, then didn't help me with audit. I felt like a cheap whore, says Vincent. In August of August 2011 at 9 p.m. on a warm night in Irving, Oregon. So basically, uh, Burroughs says that um, this lady has been from the IRS. His um, his claims was giving him flirtatious texts and flirtatious letters with her lips pressed against this, uh, against the papers, saying that she wanted to have sex with him. Um, she Apparently, she came up to his house in some sexy lingerie, and they had sex. She said she was going to do my paperwork, Burroughs said in an interview with ABS News. She came up the stairs, knocked on the door. They went to the, his bedroom and had sex. Burroughs said and asked how he would catalog sexual encounter. Burroughs said... It was forced upon me. <laughs> so basically, he got raped by the tax lady doing his taxes. It cost me to fucking life because he's losing his fucking mind. <laughs> oh my god. Ryan, would you fuck you a tax woman to get better taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm a huge ugly dude. She was probably fat. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. <laughs> Please, I think he's, I think he's... Oh, God, I am. 
I think I think he said something like, "Watch she be fat" or something like that. <laughs> oh, what a stupid motherfucker! He <laughs> <laughs> let himself get raped. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking crying. His life is so goddamn hard. <laughs> um, she said, um, so she tricked him into sex and didn't even do his taxes. Yeah, apparently, don't you fucking hate that? So he got fucked more of the ways than one. Yeah, he got fucked in more ways than one. That's gonna <laughs> suck if you think about it. Now, Some how... chick about to come over and do your taxes, right? You're like, all right, cool. Bro and she fucking begs Anderson... you, so you're like, hell yeah. And then she's like, no, nah, I can't help you. How often does a female trick a male into sex? Not very. Well, she's, they said that uh, years ago, Burroughs said he was making good money as a contractor. When the economy hit the skids, his business dried up. Quashing his hopes of becoming a full-time motorcycle racer, he got behind on his taxes by about two, twenty thousand. Figured, when the call came from the IRS a couple years later, it was Aberson on the line. Oh, wait a minute! I think I know you, Burrow said. I go, okay. How do you know me? And she goes, Do you race motorcycles? <laughs> Burrow said Aberson texted him a picture of herself, but did not. Di- but he did not recognize her. When Emerson told him he was being audited, Burroughs said it hit him hard. It's like and t- according, <laughs> according to Burroughs, he says, I am a stress case. I feel I'm going to cry right now, but I'm trying not to, he said. <laughs> He's going to cry. Just, I want to see I just, a picture of this bitch. She's got to be an ugly ass bitch. <laughs> God damn it. So you, you, you think... Haggard uh, as fuck. <laughs> You think because she works for the IRS, she has to be haggard as fuck? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if for him to be crying about that he just fucked some chick. Have you ever had that reaction before, Ryan? You fuck a chick and then you feel like crying afterwards? Because <laughs> she was never. so ugly? <coughs> no. So you're, you're saying you've never had sex with an ugly girl? Yeah. I, I actually, honestly, never really, uh, I don't know. I probably been. I probably did if I was really totally drunk. Nick, have you ever wanted to cry after sex before? I've done it before. I've cried after sex before twice. <laughs> Bitch said she was fucking selling Girl Scout. I fucking nabbed her in. Went through a bag. No fucking Girl Scout cookies. What the fuck? Who's the, all there was a piece of sh- piece of fucking papers like fill out what cookies you want. That's not how you fucking sell Girl Scout cookies. And that's how I. That's not how I get free fucking cookies. God damn it. So now she's buried in my backyard, and I, you know, I cried after. A week or so after the audit began, Burroughs said he didn't, he hadn't gathered the papers he needed. He said Averson asked about stopping by to give him a hand. He agreed. Uh, then when uh. the encounter allegedly occurred, Burroughs described in greater detail what happened. She just pushed me, she just pushed me, and I kind of... Went back and land and I landed like that. And she immediately came over, got on top of me, and started kissing me. Then she leaned up and started tearing my shirt off. <laughs> oh my! She's a freaky bitch. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, IRS style. <laughs> <laughs> they went into the bedroom. Burrows went on. <laughs> she 
eye he put up there like this and spun flop on the bed and then pulled me on top of her and she 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 was kissing me and then she rolled over on top of me when she finished removing my clothes removed her clothes and things happened uh, a few days after the sexual encounter, Burroughs said Everson called and said she was stepping down from his audit due to the conflict of interest. His new IRS agent said he owed around $69,000. Burroughs was not happy. Someone has to be accountable for what the IRS does because they are unaccountable. They run with no leash on, he said. I love the random airplane in the background. <laughs> right. Sexual and abuse of power. For, there's nothing funny about it, you know. He added. Greg, what, what do you what do you think about all this? I think it's fucking insane. That's all I can say about it. I think it's funny as fuck. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, it's just that's insane. She abused her powers in the IRS. That's funny as hell. To have sex with this guy. My 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 question is: Have you ever been tricked into sex by a female? Like no, usually it's the other way around. <laughs> I haven't, no. What the fuck is that? Is there somebody got an Asian somewhere in their house? <laughs> <laughs> my next door neighbor. What the fuck? Get back in the cage! Get back in the cage! But no, so, I have not been tricked. Nick, have you ever been tricked? I feel as though I have after afterwards with some of them bitches. You know, you were just like, they were jumping around in them little green plaid skirts, and I just couldn't help myself. Ew. <laughs> but it was a Girl Scout joke. But, <laughs> but no, seriously, though, uh, Dale, you don't feel like you've ever been tricked? No. I, I don't even, like, I don't even know how to put that. Like, well, what about you, Mike? Do I feel like I was ever suckered into it? Mm-hmm. Plenty of times. Hard to, it's hard to wrap your mind around the scenarios being reversed. A male more or less being tricked into sex. Have you ever been like seduced by a bitch thinking you were going to get something? And you and just get, never get it? And then you just get played? I hate Plenty that. of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've actually had that. But like to actually be tricked into having sex with them? Like... Well, I mean, that's kind of what the topic was about. So let's have you been like, more or less seduced into a scenario in which you... More or less, end up looking like a complete fool. Yeah, I yeah, have. I have. Okay, like what? I've what? actually had, I've had, I have, I've had when I had my car in high school. Story. I've had a bunch of girls freaking try to get, like, just to, to say that they're gonna do something for me if I give them a ride and shit, and they never put out. God fucking damn it! Or um, I've actually had a girl like over and hang out with me. I'm thinking she wants to fuck. Get over there? No. Don't want to fuck. Just wants to fucking sit there and watch movies with me. Like, well, fuck, duh, bitch. You know what that's called? It's called the friend zone, my friend. Yeah, fuck that. I've, I've been <laughs> in that situation before. <laughs> I hate that situation. I hate friend zones. I still, I still get shit to it this day with one of the, uh, at work. Every time a new chick comes in and be like, well, we don't have to worry about heating good with him because, oh, well, he's a, just get in the friend zone again. <laughs> You should crack her over the head with a bowling pin. Why? <laughs> just because just cause it would be funny. Just because she doesn't have a soul. Um, <laughs> yeah. If she yeah. dies, it's not like killed a real person. 
Like, I'm sitting here just talking about this new girl at work, and who Ryan's like, you should hit her over the head with a bowling pin. <laughs> That's one of his techniques. <laughs> I just, That's how he quote-unquote tricks them into sex. That's how he seduces them. What works for you, Nick? Do you use uh, chloroform? Usually I use chloroform, but, you know, if, if I don't want the struggle, I just snap their neck and drag them in. <laughs> I was not expecting that. There goes, there goes our female listeners. The female just dropped all the way to the fucking floor. What female listeners to begin with? Right? Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. If we ever had any, there they go. They're out the door. They're fluttering like bees. Usually use chloroform. But I just stabbed her decks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Next, our, our ratings for 30 and 40 year old men are going to go up and our women's going to go down. What he's talking about is demographics. Oh, gotcha. Okay, let, let, let me throw a scenario at a, uh, out at you, Dale. Have you ever been out, you know, say you're at a bar or, you know, whatever. Have you ever had a female start talking to you and, you know, you're like thinking, you know, this may go somewhere. And you're interested, you know, and you think she's interested. So you like start buying her drinks. And then, you know, when she's had her limit, had her fill, she just pieces. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, whoa, come on now. I just got fucking played like a fool. Oh, yeah. I was at, I was, what was that? Oh, I was at um, OEC where they like shoot paint and they play like, you know, trance music and stuff. And shit over there. Yeah. Yeah. I made out with this uh, kindergarten teacher from Gainesville. Oh, I thought he was going to say something else. <laughs> no, sweet. No. And Nick got all excited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Nick probably get excited. No, no, no. She was like. She's like a teacher, or whatever. I got her phone number, right? I got her phone number and everything. I call her. I call her a couple days later. Bitch, don't remember giving me her number, and but she and don't remember making out with me or anything. Oh no, she remembers. That's something. She regrets it. That's something I'd want to forget too, but I won't because I but, love you. I mean, you. like something like that has happened to me before. I didn't get a phone number or anything, but she was like, "All right, see you later." Fucking rolls out. I'm just like, sweet. <laughs> Just got played. <laughs> but the thing is, she was with her friends and everything. And, like, we were dancing for, like, ever. We were, like, always together, like, in the same spot. And then it just happens that we started making out in front of everybody. It was I, remember fucking... getting, I remember getting cock-blocked at O'Malley's. Okay. This is the second time in the podcast I think he's brought that up. <laughs> he still scored over it. He's like, God damn it. Technically score. I mean, I got, I don't know, I guess you would say second base. Not score, but sore. Because, like, as soon as, like, we got to IHOP, I kind of knew the... IHOP? I want to go out to IHOP. Wherever the fuck... We went to IHOP or... Or Denny, sorry. Anytime I moves to IHOP, you you know it's going to end right there. You know, it's not going much further. Sorry, we went to Denny's. I forgot. Like, I already somewhat knew the... There's a hotel connected to the Denny's, though, so... Yeah, there Uh, was. They were thinking, let's get a room. And I was like, all right. I was like, you guys might need a ride somewhere. (laughs) Find your own ride. I'm staying here, but now there's like, now we're leaving. I was like, fuck. So the last topic for this evening is, what gun do you really want to own or shoot before you die? And you can only pick one. I know you want to say two. I'll let you say two, but you can only talk about one. Yeah, Dale, you go ahead and uh, go first. Uh, What gun do you want to own and or shoot? I will say two. But I will talk about one, and what the f- the thing is is that these two are really hard because I want to shoot both and really own both. Since you got two and you're really set on the two, if you could only shoot the one yeah. and uh, own the other, 
Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, fuck, because I want to own both. God damn it. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. Well, the both are the the Barrett 50 cal sniper, and the M134 minigun. So which one do you want to shoot, and which one do you want to own? Both of them. <laughs> if, if I were uh, you, go go with go, go shoot the minigun and own the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's what, that's how I would do. I was actually thinking opposite, but I can do that. Cause can, like, can you, can you afford to feed that thing? Feed that motherfucker. I don't think you can afford the ammunition for that. Never know, but I am in the military. I'm I'm stealing all your guys's hard-earned tax money. Um. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would shoot the minigun and own the sniper. And only reason why, like, both of them, I've, like, growing up, I've always, I've always had an interest in them. I mean, like, yeah, I see a pistol every now and then, and that's cool. Like, what comes third is just a, just a 1911 gun. Um, brand, just the, just the design and how they look and everything. Um, I've, I'm, I want a 1911 so bad, but those two are like above it. Cause when I was in Afghanistan, I actually almost had the chance to shoot the 50 cal. And I was just like, I was about ready to cream my pants, but, uh, I'll pass it over to Greg. It's a tough one. I mean, I'm not as, I mean, I like guns, but I'm not as well versed in them as say like Nick is or anything. But, um, one I'd really like to own is a scar. There's like, like don't, don't you have like a light one and like a heavy one? Yeah, there's the there's this there's uh three mod of yeah three mods the scar oh yeah the scar H the scar O and then the scar twenty which is the uh, DMR mod for the scar H. Um, Ryan, uh, the gun I always wanted to shoot. Done. They already picked. Yeah, they <laughs> picked the minigun. So really, and I wasn't even there for it. Well, why? Uh, why uh, do you want to shoot a minigun? I want to blow shit up. Fair enough. <laughs> I want to chop down trees with the goddamn thing. All right, sounds legit to me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Mine is. I want. What gun do I want, Nick? You want you you most likely want the Thompson or the AK, but I'm gonna go with Thompson on this one. The yeah. Thompson machine gun. Yes, I want oh, I want the that's a nice the, gun. <clears throat> the Thompson Chicago typewriter, you know. Uh, with the drum, with the drum mag, old school mafia style, 45 caliber, practically impossible to shoot, fully automatic. But yeah, that, that that is my dream gun. I want to own it, but if I could only shoot it and never own it, I would be satisfied with that. I but it has to be, I have to be able to shoot it in fully auto though, with the drum mag. What does it like jam a lot or something? Is that why you said you can never shoot in fully auto or? It's a, no, 40, it's, it's a 40 fucking 5. Can you imagine shooting a 45 fully auto? The recoil on it's quite exponential, to say the least. It's, if, you, if you do burst, it's it's not that, or from what I've seen, it's it's pretty controllable. But if you fucking open that motherfucker, ready to point at the sky. <laughs> how, about a, how about a Saga fully auto shotgun with slug rounds? Sega. Sega. Yeah, Sega. Yeah. A12, baby. <laughs> from what I understand, those actually are very controllable. They are. They're designed yeah, they to be controlled. Yeah. They're nice. They're, really they're made nice. of plastic, I like though. I, I gotta. Uh, I gotta see a video of the factory of how they make it. It's like all this work into the action, and they like put this like plastic cover on it, and they're like, now it's a gun. Um. Well, I mean, the the Thompson. You got the old school shit. You fucking wood grips and shit. Yeah. I'd love to fucking drum mag. What the drum mag's like? What fifty rounds? I think something like that. It's very and it, overall, it's like a very stylized gun too. It's very. It's like 
and because it's been used in so many movies, it's so fucking iconic. But anyway, so uh, well, down to Nick. Boy, what's uh, what's your one? My gun is similar to yours, only it's on the um, other side of the spectrum. It's like the most modern gun there, or one of the most modern designs I know of. I've been following it since 03, whenever they first announced it. It's uh, called the Chris Super V. If you play a lot of shooter games, it's made by Vector Arms, so therefore it's dubbed the Vector. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a 45 submachine gun. Even though I don't see any point in having submachine guns anymore, considering we have guns just as small that fire rifle caliber, but that's a whole different topic. The, the way it's designed is so that whenever the bolt comes back, all the force is re- redirected downward. So you have this gun that has, I think it's two to three times the rate of fire of the Thompson, but it has no recoil. Or you're, you're slinging 45 like it's nothing. I tell you what, Mike, uh, or yeah. if you guys ever wanted to take a trip to Florida to go shoot some guns, we'd go to my Uncle David. He's a small arms dealer. He's got, like, freaking safe after safe after safe after safe of guns. But for this episode, I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Ryan Gap. And I've been here joined by the man of the hour. Nick from YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man. And joining me is the man who can fire my minigun anytime. Dale, who also is joining us, will be a good moving target. Greg, and we would just, and I would just like to say thank you all for listening, and we hope you have a good day. All right. <laughs> well, <clears throat> God damn it. Thank you for tuning in, and later, fellas. Thank <laughs> you.